Come on. Rocio, are you ready? I am ready. Excellent. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Rocio Perez is an international best-selling author of the book Unstoppable. She's a keynote speaker, a leadership trainer. She's the creator of the Mind Shift Game. I'm excited to have you on. Rocio, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, I'll start with, first of all, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I'm excited about the work that you do. And why do I do what I do? I grew up like a little girl with a dream. I was fascinated by life, fascinated by learning. By the time I was five, I'd run around with my tattered books and would tell anyone that would listen, I'm going to become a teacher to inspire people. And I remember what my uncle Sergio, Tio Sergio, I would chat with him all the time and say, Uncle, someday I'm going to grow up. And he would listen to me for what seemed to be hours on end. And I was fascinated by learning life, school. I love learning. Yet my reality was very far-fetched from the truth there. I grew up in extreme poverty, extreme abuse of all kinds, mental, physical, um, sexual, everything at a very young age. And we moved from point A to point B at the drop of a hat. And it wasn't like the movers are coming or grab your Barbies. There were no Barbies and there were no movers. <clears throat> Whatever fit in the trunk of a car, that's where my humble beginnings began. By the time I was 12 years old, I had had enough and I decided to run away from home. The abuse continued to escalate and I knew either I'd get out or I'd die. And I looked at my grandmother one day before we moved and I said, Grandma, you know they're going to kill me. And her response was, I know, I know. Well, I need you to help me. I need you to help me run away. And it was through my 12-year-old uncle that I ran away. Lived with my grandparents for a couple of years and then for fear of being returned home, which is where I was going, things were getting a little out of hand with teenagers at home with grandparents and I was going back home. I ran away with my 22-year-old boyfriend at the age of 14. And you would guess that a couple of weeks later, I was pregnant. And I knew one thing for certain, being a teenage runaway, teen mother, in an abusive relationship on top of it, whose family didn't care, uneducated, had a sixth grade education, menial labor. I was mama by 15 started knocking on the college's doors to make it into college. And I was a rebel. I, was, I wasn't going to take a no for an answer. I kept on asking, how else can I get a college? How else can I get? Well, your parents need to sign. And I figured, you know, I'm 15 years old. I haven't seen them for three and a half years, and they have no desire to see me. What can I do here now? And they said the only other option was to get emancipated. 30 days later, I divorced my parents so I can go to university. <clears throat> And I went on this amazing journey, which seemed uphill both ways for me at the time, being on a bus to and from school to the tune of up to eight hours a day. Didn't even include school time, getting up at 3 a.m. What a, what a shocker there, going to bed at midnight. <laughs> at and preparing my son's diaper bag and in the snow with my big old backpack and trucking up what seemed to be upheld both ways to make it to school by 8 a.m. <clears throat> every morning. And that's where my journey began. I started mentoring people. I finally left that um, abusive relationship 
17 failed attempts, I finally succeeded at the age of 19. And we were homeless. My son and I were homeless at that time, making life happen. And I knew one thing from a very young age was if I wanted something, I had to go out and get it myself. It wasn't like someone's going to come and create something for me. Go out, get it, give it everything you've got. If it's inside of you, just keep on moving in the direction of that dream. And in my career, I've been able to guide people. I was, I've been in management since 17 in leadership at 19, leading others so that they can achieve their dreams, getting to and through school, working on their careers. People were sometimes were old enough to be my parents, second career. I hadn't even graduated from high school. <laughs> and I like to say it's been a phenomenal journey. I became a serial entrepreneur, and it wasn't the Captain Crunch. <laughs> it was more like the special K one, you know, with the berries on it, multi berries. And it's been a fascinating experience to be able to see people and help them be touch moved and inspired about their lives, creating the life that they wanted, that they desired, just like I did. I knew if it was possible for one, it's possible for all. Today, I have, I'm on my third venture here with ripple effects and my books and inventiva consulting as well as the mind shift game and my son's 30 years old which is a bit of a shocker every time i look in the mirror i'm like i have a 30 year old like how oh, so in the world i can't even imagine you know most people are like you look like you're 30 how do you have a 30 year old and i have a beautiful grandson by the name of emilio who will be six next month which is fascinating. And Emilio is just as unstoppable as rambunctious as his grandmother. <laughs> He's the go-getter. So that's where my humble beginnings began. And it's been very exciting to be able to connect with people and watch them grow throughout their careers and lives and live what they love. What a story. Thank, th thank you for sharing it. Um, where I I grew up in northern Minnesota. Where where was all this taking place? This was taking place in southern Texas. <laughs> we lived in multiple cities multiple times, and then moved to Colorado in '86. Got it. Okay. So, wow. Mom at 15, ditched the parents. 30 days later, into school, riding the bus for eight hours a day, homeless at 19. And now here, here, here you are, successful international best-selling author and speaker, and 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 doing all, all all these incredible things. When when you're coaching people, and you tell them your story, or they're aware of your story, that that must I I I. I I guess I'm 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 curious about your perspective, how how you view people's struggles, because your struggle was just just amazing and probably puts everybody else's to shame, right? But that's not helpful. No, it's not. And really every struggle is a struggle when we're going through it. And it, there's there's no level this one's right. much greater. And it may it looks different, right? It's it was something that impacted us during that journey. And I've had people who just didn't connect with their parents, and here they are struggling, not feeling accepted, not feeling worthy. I have doctors, lawyers, you name it, everyone across the board that has something that's going on. Maybe they didn't feel worthy as a child. Maybe they were told that they couldn't have more, and now they're at the top of their career and cannot achieve that next level. How do we get to the bottom of what really impacted those individuals so that they can see what's possible? 
in a lot of the coaching that we do is to help people auto-reflect. The hardest thing that anyone of us ever has to do is to auto-reflect. Where have I been? Where am I at? And is it what I'm doing going to get me to where I want to be? And I can guarantee you 99.9% of the time is a no. Because who we're being is not who we must be in order to get to where we want to be. Tell, tell me that last part again. Who we're being is not going to get us to where we want to be. Really fascinating statement, right? Who we are being is not who we're going to be, right? Because what it's going to take to be at that level, we have not been there yet. Or else we're recreating the past. We're, we're like robots. You know, go put George and Rocio in Ireland. We're going to go and recreate our life. And it's not going to be pretty, right? Because it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same or the same. We're going to find a neighborhood that looks the same, a house that looks the same, a restaurant and friends and all these things. So we're only recreating. Let's start creating newly because where we've been is only going to get us to where we've been. That's it, bottom line. So we must learn new skills and abilities. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a podcaster, here you are, you're a podcaster. Did you know everything that you needed to do before you became a podcaster? The answer was most likely no, right? You, you needed to learn. What does it take at times, whatever. There's a process to everything, and we're always gaining information and, until that information becomes wisdom that now there's a knowing, and then there's always another level. There's always another, what do I still want to become? How do I still want, how do I want to make it number one? How do I want to make it whatever that may be? I appreciate, I appreciate all of that. I've also never heard the term auto-reflect. What does that mean? Mm, to me, it's to be able to look at self, to be able to become so aware of ourselves that we know ourselves from, any, from point A to point B. For instance, I know what makes me tick. I know what excites me. I know what triggers me. I know when I'm triggered. I may not know what triggered me, and I can auto-reflect and think about, hmm, what was it that really upset me about this person's comment? Because 100% of the time, it has nothing to do with the person in front of us. And that's one of those things that we learn through self-awareness. When we're auto-reflecting, we discover that this person was not the one who created, that they only triggered a feeling that we have not dealt with. Got it, yeah. Which is fascinating. Oh, it totally is. So it's it's a function of um, automatically being mindful of what that emotional state is instead of uh, being triggered by something and, 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 and letting that trigger take you wherever it, 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 it has always taken you. So instead of that, you're automatically nipping that in the bud. Say, no, George, it's not Rocio that you're upset with or whatever. Uh, it's it's the fact that I had all these experiences in the past, and as I continue to do better at that, then that those 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 feelings are minimized. That is correct, and we start to look at it as we continue to practice because everything is a process of practicing, becoming self-aware. It goes from sometimes people can stay in those places for decades. How do we hear? I'm like, oh, I haven't spoken with my parents in 30 years or my best friend or my ex or whoever. And it has to do with ourselves. How do we start to shift the way that we're being? So it goes from those 30 years to 20 years, you know, like now when we're auto reflecting, hey, it may take 30 minutes of curiosity to get to the root of what it is. What is it? And when we have that breakthrough, Life completely shifts. The flow of time, what we do, what would have taken six months to do may take six minutes 
mm-hmm. which is wild when we think about I I didn't take that courageous action until now and I needed to call my mom and dad and I forgave them and whatever and I made men's and then all of a sudden you know I'm working on this project that has been taking me months to complete to it being minutes where it's freeing me up emotionally energetically and even physically to think to observe and to be I love it This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. How do you think about your place in, in, in the universe? Do you think about yourself being connected to, like, to, to, to everybody else or tell me a little bit about that? Well, I feel like I'm an extension of everyone else (laughs) in terms I'm here to do good in the world and I'm here to help people see their own light. I think there's one of the greatest things that I learned in my career is that we all have potential and it doesn't matter whether that person's homeless or that person's a CEO of a company. I've seen it the whole spectrum. I've even been inside of a prison where I've seen the very same things that I've seen outdoors here out in the free world and looking at people. We have all have the same potential. We all have the same worries. We all have the same abilities. We all have everything. Like you and I are no different, right? We want to live a, a great life. We have a family. We want to take care of our family, get them educated, have a home. All these things are basic, right, that we all want. And when we can see each other through that lens and know that we all want the same things, then we can help people get there. Because sometimes we're holding back so much. We're, we're being triggered like, oh no, that you know George is not gonna get what I want, right? Because there's only a certain amount of it. And it's not the truth, mm-hmm. right? That there's enough for everyone to go around with. And when we can start seeing that as I'm helping you, you help me and we help each other. And it's not necessary that you must do something for me because we're always looking, oh, that person must pay me back. No, in reality, my grandfather had this saying, and he would say, today for me, tomorrow for you, or the other way around. You know, I'm, I'm here for you today. It may be from, you may be here for me tomorrow. And what I say, it's like, you don't need to pay it back to me. The universe, will, it'll come back to me. When we do good, be good, only good can happen because that's what we vibrate and that's what we attract at the end of the day. And if we're running around withholding everything and it's like, oh, no, there's not enough, there's even an energy, and you know those people. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, I've been in those shoes. You know? I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I, I want this, but it's not happening for me now. How do I make it happen? So seeing potential in all of us, I do see myself as an extension of humanity to be here to help people see their own light. I'm not here to teach anyone anything. It's not my job. My only job and gift is to help people auto-reflect so that they can remember who they came here to be. And I'm going to repeat that. They can remember who they came here to be. And it's very similar to a tree or a flower or a seed, anything inside that seed. Everything that existed, that will ever exist, has already existed inside that seed. The DNA of that tree, the the type of flowers, leaves, branches, everything that ever will ever exist was inside of that. How do we continue to hone in on that? So that's 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 me is that I was born exactly the way that I'm supposed to be. Yes. You were born exactly the way you were supposed to be. And what happened in our process is that 
we start to wear masks. We start to pretend and we start to go away from who we really are. And what, what does that look like? Very simple. I wear a mask because my mom said, you know, if you behave this way, I will love you. As long as you behave this way and you do what I say, I'm going to love you. And so we get conditioned to that. Dad does the same. Brother, sister, teacher, preacher, you name it who it will. And then we don't even know each other. We go into careers, and this is where I'm in front of a state and in front of so many people. We go into careers where individuals don't even know who they are. They went into the career because of money, because it was a popular career, because they think that mom or dad, or even because mom or dad actually chose that career for them. You must be a doctor. You must be whatever it may be. This is, you know, we're a family of carpenters. You have to follow in these footsteps. And so this is why we get nearly 70% of people here in the U.S. that don't even like their jobs. They're going to jobs to collect a paycheck. They turn around around our age and they wake up and they're like, what have I been doing? And what do I do now? Right? Like, I don't like the, I've never liked this job. And now they feel trapped. They have a mortgage, family, kids in college, whatever it may be. And they don't find their way out as easily as they could have. Had they followed their own passion, when they start taking off the mask, they, they must now learn how to operate in an environment of what makes their heart sing. Imagine if we do what makes our heart sing every day. If we're just in front of people, engaging with them, whether whatever career, if you're a teacher because you want her to be a teacher, if you're a mother because you want her to be a mother, if you're a doctor because you want her to be a doctor, whatever it is that you're doing, it's because you want it to be it, not because somebody chose for you. So I don't know that we'll have enough time to uh, to talk about how to take all those masks off, but just what I think probably accepting that you want to is probably an important first step, right? And then Most starting definitely. to do the work. Starting to auto-reflect, and this is what our products are about. That's what Unstoppable is about. Unstoppable takes us on an amazing journey that people go through to discover what is getting in the way. Because we all have something. Most likely, can we see it? No, we can't see it. None of us can see it, you know, not even right. I can see it. And I love auto-reflecting. It's like, oh, especially when I get upset at something or something just feels like it triggers me. I love to stay in that space. What is it? What is it? What is it? Until I break through. Ripple Effects is a book that's also coming out this year. Ripple Effects, Daily Practices to an Extraordinary Life. It's a 12-chapter book, one chapter per month, as you start to look and auto-reflect and build self and figure out what's going on. You know, it talks about gratitude and intentional acts of kindness, shame, getting in the way. Can you imagine that shame is one of those factors that really keeps us from being our authentic self? We don't want to be vulnerable. We're afraid that we're going to be judged. We think that we're the only ones with the story. For years, George, I thought I was there was something wrong with me. I grew up being told that there's something wrong with you. You're defective. You're not a good human being. I mean, we found you in the garbage can. How, what would you expect from a child who's heard that? Who has been rejected? Like, I know that I, I'm an enigma, you know, to many, many people. And I've been able to snap out of it. Somebody can snap out of it and create an, an entirely new, different world and break through into what they desire, into something that's extraordinary and leapfrog people who've had extraordinary advantages, what can people do? Any one of us has this capacity. So yes, it's about auto-reflecting. It's about building self. I love it. Well, Rosiro, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? 
Wow. Auto-reflect, auto-reflect, and auto-reflect. Get to know who you are. Get to figure out what makes your heart sing, what makes you tick, what makes you upset. Figure out what's going on because as we get to understand ourselves to the depths of the cores of our depths, then we get to understand others. And instead of being sympathetic, which we go delve into their own pain, we'll be empathetic and help them figure out how do we move forward in such a subtle way that that person feels acknowledged. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Rocio, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can people get a copy of Unstoppable? And where can they play the Mind Shift game? Well, many, many different places here. We do have the mindshiftgame.com. We also have the Mindshift game on Facebook and a number of other places. People can contact me directly at 303 587 8367. They can also email me at rocio, R O C I O, at the mindshiftgame.com or rocio at the word invent, IVA consulting.com. That's rocio at inventiva consulting.com. Call Love me, it. text me, email me, WhatsApp me. I'm here. Love it. <laughs> Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rocio your appreciation and share today's episode with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can go to themindshiftgame.com, send her a text, shoot her an email. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Rocio. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.